0: Hey, welcome to Front Seat Gamer. I'm No, Let me do that again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've forgotten who I am. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I've forgotten how to
0: how to do it. Hey, welcome to Front Seat Gamer. This is episode 156. I'm joined this week by Paul. Hey. How are you doing, Paul?
1: I'm good. How are you? Yeah? Oh, not too bad. How's your week been? My week's been great. I took yeah? Friday off, so... Oh, man. You've been I had up a long to... weekend. I got Monday off as well.
0: Oh, man. Yeah. You're living it. <laughs> um, we're also joined by Fabian today. Hi. How are you doing, Fabian? Good. Uh, you've been on before. I have. Um, and uh, do you want to talk a little bit about what you do? I've
2: been on before. You don't need
1: to know. You no, don't I'm need kidding. to just, just go back <laughs> to that episode? Just go back to that episode. Do you have a glossary for the uh, episode that you were it on was, previously? The, the, the episode remember. title
2: was Kakasone! <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. That was a, that was a while back.
0: Yeah. I think I that do? was a
2: year ago, actually. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. Probably, actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah. About a year ago. Uh, environment <laughs> artist at Grinding Gear Games. Worked with Blake. That's about it. Yeah. What's some notable.
0: What's things notable? you've done recently. What's notable things I've done? It's it's tough because we're all working on POE 2. So we this was an issue with James. Like James came on, yeah. uh, last last episode, couldn't really talk about pretty much anything you'd done other than like stuff he had done months ago for for um the 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 leagues. That was pretty big stuff, though. That was pretty big stuff. Yeah, yeah. those maps. Oh, yeah. those not maps. The, the, boss uh, the bosses. Yeah, yeah boss yeah. arenas. Yeah.
2: I suppose the most recent thing I've done is setting up the basalt columns for the Lake of Calandra League. But we don't talk about that league now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's been an interesting interesting uh couple of weeks watching uh players' reactions to it. Watching Reddit meltdown. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't I don't feel like I'm in any position to really be qualified to talk about it because it's all balance stuff and I'm certainly not doing balance and I'm not even actually working on, on league stuff anyway. Um have cool. you played the
2: league much? Yep. I played quite a bit. Been through two characters to maps late game. Yeah. That's about it. What are your what's your builds? Uh my first character I don't remember because <laughs> it was so bad. Uh second character Soul Rest Necromancer. Playing with phantasms, that's cool. You just pretty much just run around and everything gets wrecked by your minions. Cool. Yeah. All right. Pretty how, good fun. How much? you, Paul? It's a unique staff. It summons phantasms when you consume a corpse. Ah, yep. Yeah. So I just run around and got auto corpse con- consumption from my helmet. Nice. And they just keep spawning around me. Ah, that's cool. Yeah. So it's as automated as I can get it. <laughs> yeah. How
0: about you, Paul? Are you uh, playing the
2: league at all?
1: Yeah.
0: I'm playing on PlayStation, though.
1: Oh, right, yeah. So I had to wait the extra, like, until the Thursday okay. after PC launch to start playing. Yeah. And then I had to wait until the weekend after because I was actually working Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Just while you've taken uh, yeah, time so that off I can so play. can play.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's good. Maybe I'll take Monday off too. No. Oh, my God. <laughs>
0: well, you know, uh, I'm going to take Monday off.
2: should yeah. we all should. Yep. Um
0: How's the play what's the PlayStation experience like? Because I've only ever played um on PC. I've never played consoles.
1: Um the menuing's pretty clunky. Yep. Uh but once you can get around that, our game feels really good to play on a controller. Hmm. Like playing an action RPG on a controller is just a good experience. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's certain builds you won't want to play. Anything where you've got to like specifically target specific places, mm. uh, like even good. The, yeah, cyclone was really good. <laughs> um, even while leveling, skills like a magma orb or whatever is annoying because you want to target it at certain places and you just mm. can't. Uh, but like right now, I'm playing summon raging spirits, so I don't have to target anything, and everything runs off and kills everything for me, and that's <laughs> wonderful.
0: Do you find yourself gravitating towards builds more like that, where you, yep. you know, where you're not like targeting specific things? It's just yeah. Aoe, I basically.
1: have played a few builds where you had to target a bit, and they're okay. But anything where you've got to be too specific, mm. particularly with like distances, yep, because you can aim in any direction. Fine, yeah, you yeah. can get that quite accurate with a thumbstick, mm-hmm. but you cannot get distance. Mm. Um, there are things. Where there's like a hidden cursor, um, so for some skills where you've got to target a distance away from you, a circle will pop up next to you and then slowly move outwards, and you can sort of oh, okay. kind of target that way. Yeah, but those skills just don't feel great. It's tough. Yeah, I mean, it's how tough. do you solve that? <laughs> yeah, I know. I, just,
0: I I don't know. Like, it's it's incredible that it works as well as it does. Um, yeah, with the complexity of our UI and yeah and game and like managing to get that to work on a controller is is actually pretty incredible
1: yeah especially because everything has so many options mm. that when you've got like a mouse and menus that it, it seems simple yeah yeah you just right click something or whatever and yeah drag a currency onto something yeah you don't want to do that with a controller yeah
0: yeah I remember um I think uh. I think Diablo one came out on PlayStation and I'm pretty sure they just had a mouse pointer. Oh, And just did it that way. (laughs) So you're just controlling the mouse pointer. It's basically, it's the same game except it's just a controller with a mouse pointer.
2: Some games do have that. I can't think of any off the top of my head, but you can press a context sensitive button and then you do get a cursor so you can click and move stuff. So our game
1: does have a hidden cursor there too. So like, as you're moving the right thumbstick around, mm. you will target different enemies and stuff. Mm. And if you can sort of mentally picture where a cursor is, that mm. is what's happening underneath. Yeah. And then if you're using um, Ray Specter, that's another thing where you've got to target something on the ground. Yep. So that you can actually see the circle and move it around. But mm. it's not as fluid as a mouse. No, and trying to like raise the right thing. Yeah, With Ray Spectre is just awful. Yeah. Mm. Do you know any
0: games that like did that well? Like action RPGs on console that are just like f- so feel great to play? I did
1: play a bit of uh, Diablo 3 on console at one point. Mm. Um, and I don't remember having any issues with mm. the controllers. It did look good to play on
0: because um, they added the role, right? So it, it became a... Do you, you know what I'm saying? They added like a, a dodge roll to oh, to Diablo yeah. three on on console, so it became like a really uh, active game. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I only played it for a while. Um, I just I kind of got bored of it pretty fast because I had played through before, mm. and I was really just playing through again. But on yeah. PlayStation this time,
0: have you ever finished Diablo three?
1: No, I don't think I have. Neither have I. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I always get up to the same spot and then I'm like, all right, I'll get back to this later. And then I never do. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I finished it. Yeah. Yeah. Got boring there. Uh I <laughs> did
0: actually I I got uh pretty close to the end, but this was like this was when uh it really first came out and there was the there was the gold auction house. Yep. And I remember going on there and just like uh buying um all the top gear I could afford with the gold I had. Hmm. And it made the game like way too easy. I, yeah. I remember just rolling through like, um, which maybe I can't even remember what act it was. There was an act where you're in a castle in Diablo three. And I got to that point and I was just like barely even trying to play it. Like, yeah, it was, it was so easy. And it made like, I remember, I remember defeating the the boss of like act two Um, with with like with like no effort whatsoever, and I was like, (laughs) I think I've taken the fun out of this game for myself. Like, it was that thing of like, oh yeah, I'll be so powerful. This is gonna be so great, and it just became like like way too easy. Just playing for
1: the sake of playing.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I I stopped playing then, and like made a. I started again, and um, was like, I'm not gonna not gonna buy anything, Mm. and had a much much better time.
1: I'm pretty sure. When I played through on PlayStation, it was still the castle that I gave up at. Oh, yeah. So, I don't know how far that, I, don't I don't even how far remember what, what that act is. that was. I
2: think it's act four. You got castle and then there's like open battlefields. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: right. But I just got bored around there. The real money auction house back where it originally was great though. Was it? Yeah. I remember I sold a ring for 60 US dollars, which is what I bought the game for. Holy. So I just got the money, my money back. Yeah. And then, like, it wasn't long after that that I stopped playing.
0: Wow. I never even engaged in the real money auction house. Just the just the in-game gold.
1: I don't even think my ring was that good. I just remember chucking it up and it sold. And I was like, oh, what the hell? Sweet.
0: What is that like? 80 New Zealand? Back then it's it would have been one and a half, a, a right? 60 US, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. Um, so, <laughs> what games have we been playing?
2: What have I been playing? Lost Ark, Poe, The Division Two. Oh right, how's The Division Two? Good. Yeah. Just farming gear sets, making builds. That's probably my favorite thing to do in all games with loot. Yeah. Just make builds. Just keep farming gear. Just making new builds and trying new things. Are you playing with anyone? Yeah, I play with my mate. We we both play at the same time. Both are just um, at the moment trying to collect all the exotic gear. Oh, yeah. The special legendary weapons because they've all got uh, special effects and things like that. Yeah. So just building around that and uh, exotic um, armor pieces and things like that. Hmm. It's pretty cool. I got a, a build that I'm working on at the moment that's just like a regeneration build. So it yeah. Just keeps. Because I get really sick of sitting on cover. I just want to be aggressive. Uh, ah, yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I just play a build where my arm is constantly regenerating. And then I've got this backpack called Memento. So when you kill an enemy, they drop this little trophy. And you pick that up and it gives you a bunch of armor and weapon damage and stuff. And it stacks up. Hmm. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. So what is... So that... I never played Division
0: 1. Right. Um... Is it that is it that game where you're like in a city? Yep. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You're in
2: a city. Yeah. All right. Descriptive. Yeah. yeah. So it's it it's like what is it? Like post-apocalyptic or something? Yeah, pretty much. There was like a covid outbreak.
0: <laughs> Basically. It was it was the money <laughs> outbreak, right? Wasn't it? Wasn't that the thing? Like somebody infected all these like dollar bills in the US and in like
2: Yeah, everyone got sick. Yeah. In the first game and then it was this huge pandemic and they couldn't get it sorted. Mm. So New York became this like big hotspot for this pandemic. Yeah. And they got it all contained there. Um and then there's these areas in the game called the Dark Zone, mm-hmm. which is like where the infection's still raging and that's where all the PvP is okay so when you go into the dark zone you have to you can kill players you can kill npcs and stuff and they'll drop gear but to actually have that gear for yourself you have to go to an extraction point and wait for a helicopter oh and right can uh. kill you and like then cut the chain when you're trying to extract your stuff <laughs> <while you're laughs> run away
1: yeah that's so it's kind of high risk high reward um i Is don't do too much of that how long ago did the division two come out
2: i don't know four years
1: ago maybe and it still has like a reasonable amount of people playing. Yeah. they have got like seasonal cool.
2: content and things like that. Yeah. So they keep keep it up to date. It's not, the content's not like the level of POE where it's like a huge league or anything. Mm. They do um, like weekly events. There was one weekly event called Golden Bullet. So enemies would craft a Golden Bullet and you can see like an icon on their head. Yeah. And when you killed them, you'd get that and give you like really high um, rounds per minute to your gun and everything. So mm. you just can go on a rampage, and if you keep killing, you'd keep the stacks up. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just real fun. Make you want to be real aggressive. That's
1: cool. Yeah, I I feel like I haven't heard much about it in a while. It came out, there was a bunch of hype around it, but I don't think I'd heard it mentioned again for a while.
2: Yeah, I played it heaps when it came out, then I dropped it right before the expansion came out, and then I picked it up again this year, just been playing the expansion and stuff. And it's still good? Yeah, still good. Gunplay is good. Games are real nice to play,
3: yeah. yeah.
2: The systems are cool, they've got a really cool itemization and crafting component to the game. So, you constantly want to farm gear to try and get the perfect roll, yeah. Yeah, so what is
3: know. it? Is is
0: is that what is it that like drew you to this game? Then is it that is it that gear? Uh, I'm a hunt? sucker for loot games, yeah. <laughs> I'm a real sucker for grinding and loot games because like. The games I know that you play, you know, Path of Exile and Escape from Tarkov, yeah, they're all like just gear heavy. You're going in, yeah. getting gear, getting out,
2: pretty much. Yep. Yeah, yeah, same with like Monster Hunter. You are just farming monsters to make oh, gear, of course. Monster Hunter, yeah, yeah. it's all mm. about the gear. Yeah, yeah everything yeah. I play is pretty much a loot based game. <laughs> yeah. Get my dopamine rush.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. interesting. You've been you you were playing that uh, new Monster Hunter not too long ago, right?
2: Yep. There's some new content for that that I need to jump back into. Yeah. Play some more of that, hunt the new monsters, get some new gear. <laughs> <laughs> what happens
0: when, what, see, what happens when uh, you've got all the gear? What's your end point of one of the, of a, of a loot game?
2: Once the illusion is broken, <laughs> I suppose. Yeah. That's really it for me. Like, I can play and play and play until mm. the point where I'm like, what am I actually even doing? Then I stop playing. What games have you reached that point with? Not any of my current ones, but there must be. <laughs> were there ones in the past? Yeah, like Monster Hunter World. I'd play that for ages, and all the yep. expansion came out and everything. And then I built all the gear that I wanted and made all the builds that I mm. wanted. And then I was like, "What am I hunting for?" Yeah, because I had no no aspirational goal. Yeah, I would like, yep. already made all the stuff that I wanted to make and all yep. the builds that I wanted to make. There's nothing else I wanted to try, and that's pretty much where it ends for me. That's tough because, like,
0: it's fun. Right, it it's fun creating it's fun getting the gear. Yeah. But then once you've got the gear, you're like, What am I doing?
2: Yeah. I think the Division Two has their gear system is just really good. Yeah. But like you're constantly wanting to farm items because you constantly want the best version of that item. So a piece of gear drops with a a mod that's like always stuck on that. So like a a gun will always have weapon damage as their first roll. And then they've got mm-hmm. two separate rolled mods and then you've got like mod slots and then a skill on that so mm. you're constantly wanting to try and get when i farm for gear i want to try and get two maxed out rolls on the piece of gear so that i can re-roll and optimize the last one to get a full perfect gear set yeah for that one item so that's pretty much just doing that over and over again wow <laughs> So i've got all <laughs> these all these things in my stash that are all perfect but i'm trying to get perfect versions for other things oh my
0: god yeah how how um how many more uh, things do you need to get to be... Uh, how many more perfect things do you need, do you think, before you go, what am I doing with this game?
2: I don't know. <laughs> but then they might come yeah. out with more uh, future expansions. That yeah, just, well, there's uh, some stuff you know, coming out soon. New yeah. gear sets and new yeah. uh, new sets. So I want to farm those and get perfect visions of them too. I used yeah. to play... Um, this reminds me, I
0: used to play like Destiny a lot. And I think that that's got a, a similar thing. Yep. Like you're always you're always uh hunting for better gear you're always doing stuff for better gear um and then they seem to put out uh well at least for me cuz i was more casual they seem to put out expansions regularly enough where the thing that used to be the top is now no longer the top and now there's a new top you know? <laughs> and that just happens like like quite often at least for me as a as a more casual player yeah. so i was I would always, the goalposts were constantly being shifted of like what I was aiming for. Yeah. Um, do you think that's the same for Division? Like you said, they have a... They well, had an ex-
2: since they don't really have huge expansion updates anymore, because it's just like a small team mm. continuing to make the game run. Um. There's not really anything like that. Like I've already hit max level. So yeah. now when I level up, I get uh, levels on my watch and your watch... Let's you specialize slightly into like crit chance and weapon damage and things oh, yeah. like that. So you need a oh, farm yeah. heaps to push those brackets up slightly. Mm. Um, but there's no real, there's no real, I guess, maximum constantly trying to get the highest uh, item level stuff. Mm. Cause I'm already at max. So it's just now rolling constantly. Yeah. You know? You're
0: just getting the better stats, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you're getting just the perfect stats. Yeah. Just trying to get, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> and that stuff stays around forever.
2: Yeah. It's permanent, doesn't get wiped. Yeah, uh, and there's no, like, leagues or anything nah, for you to... No, leagues or anything, but I don't know. I think the itemization and division could be something that POE could lean into. There's just some interesting things that they do there that makes you just really just want to keep farming to get yeah. that stuff yeah. rather than stuff dropping and it doesn't really matter to you. You're mm. constantly, like, mm. I'm trying to find uh, a certain gear set that gives me armor regeneration, but I also want those items to have um maximum armor as their main stat, which is which randomly rolls as well as trying to get armor regen on yep. that as well so that I can roll the other thing into like weapon damage. So I have to keep farming and finding those pieces until I find the two the two mods that I want close to perfect and then I can roll the other one on. Yep.
1: Wow. Yeah. Yep. So there's no cool. currency to re roll any of the Yeah, so you do use currency. So when you But only when you that get... last slot? uh no
2: it's for the whole gear set so when you break down gear that you don't want you get uh, components from that gear set and then you can use those to recalibrate your gear which gives you like little bumps so you could incrementally improve it over Mm. time or you can just keep farming to try and get better rolls of it yep
1: yeah i don't know it's
2: just good Mm. It's good fun the gameplay is good
1: too does sound like it could get quite addictive yeah in a good way
2: Yep. (laughs) yeah it is so there's like named gear as well and they roll with a special talent so you want if you're trying to get that named gear with that special talent that always rolls on it fixed but then you're trying to get different attributes on it so you keep like trying to farm that one piece <laughs> of gear to get the attributes you
1: want yeah and do you have to farm like a specific zone or something to get that
2: yeah uh, not really but you can like around the world there's areas where loot is targeted so if you need let's say you're looking for a specific uh, gear sets knee pad then you can go to an area that all the loot drops there the targeted looters' knee pads so yeah you get mm, way high okay, chance so there that is stuff. yep yep so there's a way to target farm things which is mm. quite cool is it like a um is it an mmo and are you most, encountering yeah, other you players other players okay you can only fight other players in the dark zone but you can yep. see other players around um not so much in the open world i don't think only at safe houses okay unless you're partied up with them
0: Okay, but then there's a sectioned off PvP section where yep. you just see everyone. Yep.
2: Oh, yeah. You see everyone, and then that's where people can turn rogue and kill you. Yeah. And take your stuff. Have you done much of that? Yep. Yeah. It's pretty fun. <laughs> just like wait around and. Because it's third person, you can do the thing where, like, you hide behind a wall, right? And you, oh, can, you can see you it know, peek the around. Oh man! But yeah. they can't see you, and then you go rogue and run out and kill them <laughs> and take all their. Go stuff. rogue. That's yeah.
0: <laughs> that's cool.
3: But <laughs> they
2: know when someone near them has gone rogue. Oh yeah, their little um, AI that's on their character tells them that there's oh, a rogue right. agent nearby.
3: So they're, they're on lookout <laughs> for you as well.
2: Oh, Man, yeah,
3: it it's sounds cool. Yeah,
2: it's really good. It, I don't know. Have you played any Destiny? Yeah, I played Destiny. Yeah. Played Destiny one. I played heaps of Destiny Two. But I just stopped. Okay. Because the PvP wasn't good. Yeah, the PvP in, in that is not great. I mean it's all
0: like uh just sectioned off like yep. games really. Capture the flag
1: or whatever. Yeah. Also that game had really annoying jumping puzzles.
0: Yeah. There there are I hated of the jumping, jumping puzzles window.
1: in Destiny, so I liked the rest of the game. Yeah. I get so salty about the jumping puzzles.
0: Oh, actually, I I do remember because um uh every I think every class had a different jumping mechanic. Yeah. Like one one class has a jetpack and I had a I have a class that just has a double jump
1: and it makes stuff so much easier. I played the double jump one as well, yeah. I think, but I kept just like going past the platform because oh, you like right. the single jump would be too short and then yeah. the next jump would be too far and I would just Yeah. Yeah be inept at jumping. <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely remember like
0: um ha, as my double jump character like being able to like traverse those kind of jumping platform stuff a lot easier than my my mate with the jetpack. Right. Like he would seem to just like fly by <laughs> or something. Um yeah, it just seemed I don't know, it just seemed easier. Like j- double jump just feels more natural to do to me than than whatever the jetpack was.
1: I was not natural. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so what have you been playing, Paul? Uh, I've just been playing POE. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I do want to go back and play more Cult of the Lamb, mm-hmm. but once I'm done with that league. How far
0: through Cult of the Lamb have you gotten?
1: I did beat it. Oh, you did? Yeah, I beat it up, but I only beat it on um, Medium Difficulty, which is the default one. Yeah. And I wanted to go back and start it again on hard. Oh, wow. Because it feels like a lot of that town stuff would be really interesting if more was going wrong. Mm. I had a few cases where things started to go sideways but the difficulty was too easy, so it was too easy to correct. Oh yeah. yeah. What do you actually do in Cult of the Lamb? Uh so that's like a half dungeon crawler roguelike kind of game. And then the other half is like you have a cult and you're trying to like do city building ish sort of stuff. It's more people management. Then we are trying to make sure everyone's happy and worshipping you, and
0: And they give you resources that you use to um, upgrade things. Yeah, right. Like if the more the more followers you get, the more um, like what is it? Is it just called worship? I can't remember. But you, the more resource you get, that then you spend on
1: upgrades and tech and that sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah, and there's two different things there that you're trying to unlock, and both of them are powered by the number of followers you have. Mm. And then to keep everyone happy, you need to be, have, like, enough beds, and which means that you're, like, trying to keep the resources up, keep yep. the food up. Yep. And then putting yeah. people that dissent in prison. Need but to then, pick up their poop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and But um, if you go into the dungeon and then, like, have a bad run and lose that round um when you go back to town your followers will be pissed off at you and yeah so it's a just an interesting balance of trying to keep everyone happy and then get through the dungeons and i really liked it it's a sounds cool fun game
0: we talked a little bit um last week because i'd only i i've still not played uh much more um but um you mentioned that the dungeons get like more complicated. Yep. Um, Cause I've only gone through the first few and they're just like a few rooms and then, and then that's it. But like how many branching paths are there? Like, does it get, Uh, do, do you have to like backtrack and do all this sort of stuff?
1: Um, You never have to backtrack more than a room, but yep. you will have more branched off rooms that have like nothing in them or just enemies. Or, mm. As opposed to, I think early on, Anytime you go off the main path, it mm-hmm. be of the tarot card really. Yeah, yeah, it's a tarot card. <laughs> uh, I think the um paths you can choose might start getting more complicated on higher difficulties too. Mm. But you definitely get more nodes yep. okay. per dungeon yeah. in some of the later ones. Huh. That's good.
0: Yeah, that's a cool game. But I got um I got totally uh <laughs> sidetracked playing a different game.
3: Farthest Frontier?
0: I, yeah, I was playing a game called Farthest Frontier. Um, I was going to wait until uh, Nick comes back to talk <laughs> about this, but like uh, he's he's still away for now, so um, yeah, I can talk about it. Uh, <laughs> it's like it's like um, it's a full-on, you know, village management sim where you are uh, assigning, you have a you you have a bunch of people you start off with a, a group of people and they've got some basic supplies and you plop down a, a town center and then from there you're building houses for them you're building like resource gathering stuff for them you're trying to maintain their happiness by like um by like like supplying them with the the facilities that they need and the and the <laughs> the objects they need, like soap to keep them clean <laughs> yeah. and like pottery to, like, I don't know, it's fulfill their like happiness kind yeah. of thing. Um, and it's, it's one of those games where it's like, uh, the resources, it's a resource chain. So you have like, uh, okay. Yeah. So you have like, um, you, you have like wood as a simple resource and then you need you need wood to build houses but you need wood to like chop firewood which you need to warm the houses otherwise when the winter comes you'll get you, all your people will freeze to death yeah. <laughs> which, which has oh. happened to me a few times did
1: you ever play Frostpunk?
0: no but I, it's it's along uh, that line okay. yeah did you that,
1: play you played Frostpunk? yeah okay. I, I really liked that yeah because that's from the same people that made This War of Mine I think Oh, was it? Wow, that's yeah. a different game. That's well, a, that's a different but, type of. Yeah. But they're both equally depressing if you play them. <laughs> yeah, it's like the dark version of yeah. a city management
0: I've, game. I was interested in Frostpunk, but it seemed like one of those. It's it felt like the darkest dungeon version of um of 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 village management kind of games because it just it's seemed not... like I was always gonna. I, it's just this encroaching like. Uh, it's this encroaching winter, right? That yeah. you just are f- constantly fighting against, and it just feels like uh, you'll you'll lose eventually. It's just how long do
1: you last? It's a little bit friendlier than that, but it doesn't feel like it while you're playing
0: it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They, see, that's you get
1: That's
0: why I'm thinking of a like darkest dungeon because it just feels like at no point in that game do you feel comfortable.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you really don't. Yeah. But, they did do a good job of making you still want to play and get through further. That's cool.
0: I should give that a go really. Um, But uh, yeah, this um, father's frontier is, is really uh, it's, it's probably like the, I I think it's, I've played a lot of these um, village management games and this is definitely like the best one. Oh really? Um, Yep. It's, there's a game that is very similar to it that came out like years and years ago now called banished and I actually think I talked about this on the podcast like like twenty sixteen or something like oh. like ages ago, and it's the same kind of thing of like you have you know villages to um to keep happy and and keep alive and you assign people jobs and and that sort of thing um. But what I like about Father's Frontier that Banished didn't is that in in Banished you I would get to a point um, where the town is self-sufficient and everything's running everything's running well. Like yeah. there's enough food for people, so there's enough there's enough people making food. Um, there's uh, like there's there's enough uh, resources being gathered to create the things that keep people happy. Mm-hmm. Um, everything's fine. Like you know there's enough. Clothes and there's enough firewood and there's it's all good and then so you I get to this point where I go like well what what now the like illusion's broken yeah, the illusion is broken <laughs> it's the exact kind of thing yeah. it's it's all the fun is getting to that point and then once you reach that point you go well, what now
2: yeah
0: and I guess you just like make more like so I guess I'll just add more houses and then add more farms and then mm. but but at that point you're like well I feel like I've I feel like I've won yeah. I feel like I've been in the game um and father's frontier uh i i've been playing for like 2 weeks now and i've not i'm on my fifth game after <laughs> after disasters <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: a good sign actually yeah
0: um my first town um my first town actually did all right uh but it it got um it got y- you have to deal with increasingly um large attacks by bandits and my first town was just getting overrun by bandits constantly. Uh, okay. um, so I gave up on that one. And then like my next few towns, everyone died in the winter. Um, <laughs> and now this one is like this, this one, I, I um, strategically placed my town center in a place on the map that I'd already like, I could see where I would build walls to keep the raiders out so you can build walls yeah so you can and build defenses walls. And stuff, yeah yeah and defenses you can you can um recruit people to the army mm. um, but they of course are taken out of your population pool you know so if you right. if you've got i don't know if you've got like 30 people and they're all got jobs and you build a, a barracks n- there's, you got no one free to be soldiers so you've <laughs> just got an empty barracks and you have yeah. to like so then you have to build more houses to attract more people so that you can assign people the uh, it to, to be soldiers but then more people means more food is being eaten yeah. more firewood okay. is needed like it, it everything has this like run-on effect
1: and they've got the balance of that i've got that the they've got that it.
0: really really good and they they do this um oh so what What i was saying was that the 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 reason uh father's frontier um the the reason i haven't gotten to that point where it's like well everything's fine is because of the bandit attacks because they start they they get increasingly uh larger and so it forces you to add more population build more oh, build more defenses okay. because they I don't know when they I don't know if they're on like a a cycle but mm. it's like every I don't know every 3 maybe 5 no maybe like every 3 or so years uh a, band, uh, a these bandits attack and there's always like more of them than last time yeah and uh for um so you always know that's coming so mm. you always need to build towers and you need to you need to build walls and all these things cost resources so you need to make sure you've got all those resources coming in um yeah it's great it keeps you it keeps you going whereas like banished you just get to that point where everything's fine and then that's it because yeah. there's no there's no outside force that's like attacking you all the time
1: the thing thing's quite a cool idea Especially because it's going to keep forcing you to expand. Yeah. As it. Because you need to, so you need to, You
0: when you build like, uh, you can build walls. That's fine. They just cost wood on, and then upgrade mm. with stone, whatever. That's fine. But, uh, and the bandits will just attack the walls and eventually get through. So you need to build towers behind the walls um, to, uh, you know, to, to fire arrows at them. But those. Those towers need to be manned by people. Yeah. So a- actual people. So you need to make sure you've got enough population to man the towers.
1: So can you do like mazes with the walls?
0: You can, yeah. But they also just they also could just kind of charge through. I've noticed okay. they um if you put a gate in a wall, they tend to go for the gate. Like I think the gate is weaker, like less hit points than the wall. That makes so, sense. So they they go for the the gates, I've noticed. Mm. Um but you end up like yeah, you end up creating um, like uh, tiered defenses. Where yeah. right now I've got one wall, and then there's a, a gap, and then another wall, and then my towers behind that, and my towers within that wall have uh, walls around them. So they've got to get through basically three walls to get to the tower. <laughs> um, and the bandits. Uh, what's cool is that the bandits don't just attack any old building. Like I I have played these kind of games where you do every once in a while get attacked by monsters um, and they'll just attack whatever is in in their path, Mm. uh, no matter what it is. Uh, These bandits, they don't do that. They specifically go for, uh, they specifically attack buildings that store resources. And then when they've like the mechanic, I think is that when they damage a building enough, those they, they then take those resources. Mm. So those resources are removed from your store. Um and then the bandits run. They don't <laughs> they, they leave. Um so there's times where I can have like enough food to last the winter. Mm. I get a bandit attack. Uh if I don't manage to kill them all and they escape with food, suddenly I'm like shit, <laughs> I've got n- I don't have enough like food for the winter. That's pretty it's good it's all downhill me. and it's all downhill like that's <laughs> definitely this is what happened in that first game was that um I was constantly lo- like I was constantly losing food to bandits yeah. losing food and people because they'll attack the people um they will kill your they'll kill your population if if they encounter them um so when you when they are attacked you can you know ring the ring the town hall bell and they all go and garrison in the town hall so they're mm. they're they're safe. Um, but they'll still kill people along the way. So you, when you lose people, then it's like, okay, now I've got less people to assign to these like things, you know, like, uh, farming or, yeah. or hunting or whatever. And it's like, if you're on a low population, if you're just getting by, if you're just making enough food to like last <laughs> the winter and you lose like three hunters yeah, and the bandits steal all your food for the winter. And now you've got like no food for the winter, winter's coming up. You're down like half your like food gathering population is dead. It's it's a pretty dire situation. Yeah, yeah. And so, so do you
1: know uh, how how many more bandits will be we coming in each wave, or have you just I learned don't, that through? I don't know
0: how. Like, there must be a way to figure that out, but I don't know how you you know. Like, um, it starts off like with maybe like four bandits, mm. easy, and the first few times they attack uh you don't even need walls because you can garrison your guys in the town hall and they'll shoot arrows out of the town hall um and they'll just kill the the bandits from there yeah um the arrows as well are a resource that you have to make sure you have people making making enough of yeah which require you know wood so you have to make sure you've got enough wood to supply making weapons and firewood and building and anything else that requires wood. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh it's yeah, it's great. I'm I, I it, it's a game that like um normally normally these games I I see the end like you were saying yeah. of of your your loot um your loot thing. Uh but this one is like uh I I don't know I don't know when I'll say I'm done yeah you know you've
2: got constant threats so you're constantly having to manage
0: yeah everything. yeah and and just recently like um my current town my fifth town is the best one that I've had so far and I've I've um created walls I you know I've I've s- like strategically select uh, like set my town hall down in a good defensible place so I built walls um around it um in a, in a in a very small like choke point, mm. um, so it's kind of like on a peninsula, basically, where they can really only attack me from one direction, um, because other games I just plopped my house, my plopped my my town down in the middle of a field, <laughs> and they're attacking me from all directions, and every time it's a different direction, yeah, you know, and it's like a huge drain on resources to try to protect this wide area.
1: Yeah, do um, you have worse access to resources because you're in a more defensible position? Yes, yeah, but, but that's a better trade off.
0: Yeah, it's it's a better trade off because the resources that I do gather don't get pillaged. Yeah, um, and all my all my storehouses are behind the walls, so out in the like I've I've expanded out. I've expanded out well beyond the walls. Hmm. Um, but that's all like farms and resource gathering things, and um, and like stone cutters and and all this sort of stuff. Um, and they bring all the resources back behind the walls into the storehouses. So when, when the, um, when the bandits attack, they go for the storehouses, which are behind the walls. And so they, they
1: leave all the farms alone.
0: They'll leave all the farms alone. Cause there's no, there's nothing being stored ah, in the farm. It's just a field. The farm yeah. is just a field. And then when the, the field is harvested, it gets brought behind the walls into the storehouse. Hmm. They will sometimes take stuff from, uh, there's, uh, some of the food like hunting um, and fishing um, you can create a smokehouse uh where you put the 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 meat and mm. smoke it so that it lasts longer because there's this whole thing about food spoiling uh like food just doesn't last forever oh, it'll spoil
1: that's pretty good in uh village management yeah
0: game. yeah and it's the only one i've ever played that has <laughs> that so what what you see in your like banished uh i don't think i think i think food did spoil in banished but like you could just I don't know if it was like realistic because like you could just um, you could, I, I remember in Banish just having like so much food that um, I never had to worry about it. Like mm. it, my storehouse was just in, incredibly filled with food. And like, I think some of it was going rotten, but it didn't affect, it, it didn't affect me at all. Mm. Uh, in this, the way they, um, the way they display food is not in like how much you have, it's how many months worth of food you have. That's pretty good. And, and then next to it is a next to it is a red number that shows, uh, how much is going to go off, how many months worth of food is going to go off in the next 12 months. <laughs> um, yeah. So you can, you just basically see like you can, it, it, it makes you think like, um, you, so like in, in banished, uh, you want that number to be super high the high the higher the higher number you have, the better because the more mm. food you have um in farthest frontier you never i've never really gotten that number higher than like uh like eighteen months um and if you're riding on if you're like five months is like if you have enough food to last five months, if you continually have enough food to last five months, it's fine mm. like it just keeps it just keeps going. Um, and, and so, yeah, you're not really like, you're not really like panicking because you don't have enough food. It's, it's more for like once the winter comes and, and very little food is getting made and the winter is only two or three months. If you go into the winter and you've got five months worth of food, you're fine. Yep. Yeah. Unless you get pillaged. Unless you get pillaged. And then if you've got one month, like you go into winter with like one month's worth of food and you're like, oh my gosh, this is, <laughs> is going to be bad, <laughs> you know? And I've, and yeah, and um, yeah, I, 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 I I just, I really like that, that system of just showing how many months of worth of food you've got, Mm. because you then look at like how much food you've got. And it's like, oh, I've got like, I've got like 200 carrots, you know, (laughs) like showing, showing an actual raw number of how much actual food you had would be in the thousands. And that's just unreadable. Yeah, like I don't know what that means. Like, and I've you got, only
1: really care about how long it's gonna last. Yeah, how long it's
0: gonna last. Yeah,
1: and I, yeah, I, I just really like that. Um, I can't remember what Frostpunk did for food. Like, I know you did have to manage storehouses of food and manufacturing of it. Yeah, I can't remember what hmm. the units were. I think, um, I would potentially even like the game you're talking about because I did like Frostpunk. Yeah, but I don't typically like games in that genre because, for the most part, it feels like there's not a point. Yeah. Other than expanding, whereas Frostpunk was really a struggle for survival. Yeah, yeah. The worst things when you get,
2: like you're saying about banished, where you just get super comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like I've got so much resource. Yeah. What do I do now? Yeah. I mean, it's 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 like there's. There's lots of games like that. Like Minecraft
0: is the same. Like almost all survival games are like that. The yeah. the struggle is the most fun, and then once you overcome that, you're like, I'm done. Like yeah. there's there's, no, there's nothing left. Um, and I think Father's Frontier so far has avoided that by having these increasing raids. Mm. Like I've I've gotten. I don't know how big these raids get, but there was uh, one game I was playing where I'd I'd constructed this wall on a hill and put towers up there. Um, And uh, the elevation matters as well for the towers. Um, When you put one down, you'll see a radius of like how much damage it's going to do around it. And the higher elevation, the higher the number, you know, Mm -hmm. it's got an advantage. Um, So I had this, this, these towers all up on these hills. And I was like, this is great. This is like an impenetrable thing. And then when I got attacked by raiders, uh, I looked at where they're coming from and I was like, holy crap, it looks like an army just like yeah. coming down from, from like, mul- like, it was like multiple waves just like coming down at me and they just blitzed through this, like, oh, this, this, this wall and towers that I thought were like really <laughs> impenetrable. Like, they just blasted right through that. Um, and also, just like recently in the game that I've been playing, even though my, my layered walls have been working so far. The last time I got attacked, they busted through all three layers, oh, and okay. I was like, "Uh oh, this this is the <laughs> next attack. I'm, I need to get ready for the next attack." So Do that, you reckon
1: it was more than more people. Are you further now than you were in the one I, where you saw the army? Was it another army that you're up to?
0: It was like it was. I mean, it's definitely the largest group I've seen so far. Yeah. Um, it probably is. Maybe it probably is about the same amount of people. Oh, yeah. Um, but, uh, some of the guys that attacked me got hung up, uh, fighting my soldiers it, around the barracks. Um, cause I, I constructed the barracks outside of the, outside of the main wall. Um, and they go past it on their way to the main wall. <laughs> and, uh, so I've got soldiers garrisoned in there and they'll just shoot arrows out. And I've got like six soldiers in there, which is just like blasting through people. So a good chunk of that army got hung up fighting though like trying to bust through yeah those and probably like i don't know maybe uh maybe two-thirds of the army got to the actual walls and they just barely got in and they started running away and i just killed them before they got out (laughs) so like i luckily didn't lose anything there um because i killed the guys before they could uh, once they like leave the map basically
1: that's when you've lost That's resources. That's when you've lost your
0: resources. You can't get them back. But if you can kill them before they get there, you just, a villager will just go and regather your resources. Um, so that means now it's like, okay, so I'm going to need to... Probably I'll upgrade my walls to stone um, because they're just like wooden palisades at the moment. Yeah. Um, uh, and then maybe I'll just build... Tr- maybe, I don't know, try to figure out... Maybe just build more towers or something. Like because uh, i don't have any more room for any more layered layers of walls because <laughs> i've I've got all farms and houses and, <laughs> and, and like produ- produ- uh, um, production facilities like out beyond the wall and there's no room to build like walls i'll have to build those houses
1: spam more barracks outside to slow them down
0: i could I could try that. But uh yeah cuz you said try it got rid
1: of a third of the
0: yeah yeah cause, total yeah. bandits cuz the barracks are like pretty tough as, and you can garrison uh how I many do I have I've got 6 guys in there I think you can get like 8 guys in there and the towers you can get 2 guys in um so I've got like just barracks all the way around maybe just, just barracks place your walls with barracks do um <laughs> do like age of empire strategy and it's just castles a wall of castles <laughs> yeah. yeah I'll just do that um, but yeah. And also like, uh, um, so like, I I'm going to need like more population, right? Cause I'm, mm. I'm, I, I, I don't really have enough population now to do the things that I need to do. Like upgrading walls, uh, is, is all fine. You can just select all the walls and say to upgrade, but laborers need to, um, or, or builders maybe need to, have need to actually physically go to them and upgrade them. Mm-hmm. Like your little guys have to actually like go and upgrade them. Yep. And the, I've run into problems where I've got too many um, construction projects happening at once and none of them get built because like <laughs> my, I've only got a small pool of like workers available mm. to build these things. And if I've got like five or six of these things going, like buildings, I put five or six buildings down they all get kind of spread out between them and everything takes forever. Yeah. Um, I was running into that problem in that, that game where I was saying that I got attacked by this giant army. Um, I, I, it, it, it seemed to take forever to build anything. It was the game where I was like, all right, I know this, I know what I'm doing now. Uh, this is the, this will be great. I'll put these down. Boom, boom, boom. Put down all these buildings, and then was like, "All right, cool. Wait for these to get built." And <laughs> I was just waiting, like lit, like years in the game oh, no. get, for these things to get built. I'm like, "What is going on? Why is it taking so long?" And I realized it was because I had like three people trying to build like eight things at once, yeah. <laughs> and like nothing was nothing was happening. Um, it's great. So you, so like human, like the actual human jobs. Are a thing to manage as well, because mm. you need uh, every you know production facility you put down. You assign workers to, um, and that. But you also just start with a pool of workers who are kind of un- unassigned to anything, and they're called laborers. And what they do is like they'll uh, they'll go around and just like gather um, they'll gather they'll bring resources from one place to like a um, a build building site. So if I if I select a bunch of walls and tell them to upgrade, uh, it'll be laborers I think that will go and um, go and like collect the resources from the stockpiles that I've got, bring them to the walls, and the builders a builder will then build them, or or upgrade them. Um, so you have to make sure you've got enough unassigned people really to be able to just do these these tasks to kind of keep.
1: Uh, keep the whole so thing right. You always need a surplus. Yeah, you always need of a surplus. Just people yeah. not yeah. even assigned to anything.
0: If you assign everyone to a job uh and you put down a building, it's not gonna get built. <laughs> yeah. Because there's no one available to build it. Everyone's in the farms, everyone's chopping wood, everyone's like, you know, hunting or whatever.
1: Are there many things that they're just general people the labourers have to do? I I did I did look up like At the start, uh, like, I think
0: I went through a tutorial and it told me and it was like, I'm pretty sure it was things like they will, um, they will chop down trees and mine stone that is like in the way of things. Um, they'll like, they'll like build roads and you can lay down roads and they'll, I I think they're the ones that will build roads. Yep. Um, but it was a thing of like, they will take resources to and from things. Um, And and they will repair stuff as well. Like your houses get damaged over time, and laborers will. Oh no, build no. Those are builders. Will will do that. So you have to make sure you've got enough builders assigned. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't. I I don't remember exactly what the laborers do, but it's like basic stuff that keeps the (laughs) keeps the town running. Yeah. Like without them. Uh I without them I, I think resources will just pile up in in the um in the facility that like generates them. Can you
1: specify that a certain amount of people need to be left behind to do that? Like how do you go about well, there, reassigning you, people with you them? have
0: a you have a big um spreadsheet basically. Okay. Uh you have a big spreadsheet that shows all the jobs that you've got. You got uh, you know, hunters, fishers uh miners uh, farmers whatever soldiers that sort mm. of thing and then um you have the pool of the pool of people uh, laborers right so um you when you unassign someone a job they just go into the labor pool so there have been so times just what's unassigned yeah, yeah it's just way. what's unassigned goes into the labor pool that's it um and and so if if you the, once i realized uh in this game that i had just had too many buildings uh happening I would go into that thing and unassign a bunch of jobs and that would just go back into the labor pool and then stuff started like getting built faster and, and, and that sort of thing. Yep. So yeah, you just have to, you have to manage your people, but then, you know, it's, it's a balancing thing because like, if you unassign too many farmers, you, you're not going to get <laughs> enough food, you know, you're on una- and, and with the whole resource chain thing, you can be like, Oh, I've got heaps of like wood. That's fine. Oh, I, can unassign a load of like woodcutters get get them to do something else or get them to be laborers that's fine and then next minute you notice that um you'll you you do not have enough firewood coming into the next winter because the firewood choppers are just chopping firewood continually there as their job and yeah. they take the raw wood that is harvested turn that into firewood and the firewood is constantly being used by the people in town um so, you just have to constantly have a, a, a supply of it. And so, you might think you've got a lot of wood sitting there, but, and if you unassign a bunch of people, maybe you unassign too, too many, and the amount of uh, wood that's required for like firewood, uh, suddenly you don't have enough being generated.
1: People will just freeze. Yeah, people will just freeze <laughs> to
0: death. And that's, that's what's happened to me like, yeah. in the past, is just people just froze to death. In, in games where it's like I laid down a load of buildings and was like, cool, I'll, this is great. And then by the time winter comes, none of those buildings have been made. No one's been able to sell <laughs> firewood. I'm like, oh,
1: shit, everyone just dies. Is there? Can you get people out of burning wood for fuel? Can you upgrade like houses so that it's more insulated for winter? Is there like an
0: age system? Yeah, there's a tier system. So um, I don't know if you ever get out of firewood. There's three tiers. And I've only gotten to the second tier. Yeah. Um, Is it the second? Uh, No, I think there's four. No, there's four tiers. Is there? Yeah, there's four tiers. And I... I, Or maybe there's just three. (laughs) I can't remember. Maybe I have gotten... Yeah, okay. No, there is three tiers. And I've gotten to the third one maybe okay maybe there's four i don't know (laughs) but either either way i've actually not gotten to whatever the last tier is i think um i've gotten to uh the way way you go through these tiers um similar to age of empires i guess once you um once you fulfill enough uh criteria you can upgrade your town hall and then your town hall then Once that's upgraded, it unlocks the ability to build more advanced buildings. Um, The houses um, will then – the houses – people's homes upgrade themselves. And once the homes – once the homes – the homes have a bunch of, like, criteria that they have to fulfill in order for them to be upgraded. Mm. And once they reach that, they'll upgrade, and that makes them better. They'll generate more tax – uh i think maybe they'll be better insulated so maybe they don't need as much firewood yeah um things like that um but um yeah then you you have to so so you have to like fulfill their needs as well um and one of their needs is uh desirability which means um the location that they're in is beautiful (laughs)
1: Ah, oh, so you got to do all the decorations so you have and stuff to, as you well. You have to
0: use all the decorations. Because yeah. like, there's so many games, right, where uh, you have these a uh, load of decorations that are really just meaningless. You don't even yeah. need them to actually build the city. But in this, it's like... you got to make nice suburbs. You, you've got to make nice suburbs. <laughs> you've got to put down parks. You've got to put down um, schools nearby as well. Um, you've, like... That's a thing that will increase the the desirability of the area if you put down a school. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And and mostly parks. Like, there's there's. <laughs> I actually have made suburbs, because, <laughs> because like my the the area I started with um was pretty limited in space. Right. And you know I kind of did that on purpose so there's less sort of area to uh, there, there's defend. a small area to defend. Yeah. Um. But it means that my first initial set of houses uh they just filled up the whole the space so there was nowhere else for them to go Hmm. um so a little bit further away started building new houses around a um a market so you you can you put down these buildings that are markets and what they do is uh actually i think it is the laborers will bring resources to that market and those resources supply the the houses in the area so so um
1: so you kind of want suburbs
0: yeah so you kind of want you actually do want suburbs um which means that like the people so if people are living far away uh they're not traveling all the way to the um to like the food storage places that i've got in my my defendable wall section yeah you know uh, because travel distance uh has a thing like people will be um people won't be able to Supply themselves with like enough resources or food or, or or whatever. If the travel distance is too far, yep. Um, like they'll just they'll it'll just be coming up saying like not enough, you know, uh, not enough firewood here, and I'll I'll be looking at my. Um, how much firewood I've got. I was like, what are you talking about? i got like 200 <laughs> firewood. Like there's heaps of firewood. It's all in this like, it's all here in this like um, stockyard that's like miles away <laughs> yeah. from the from got the, like one little dude just dirt. trying to walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And get this firewood. Track. So they spend all day walking back and forth. Like. <laughs> so what you do is like, there's a market that you plop down and that will get filled with resources that then uh, the people that live in that area will just go to that market. Yep. Um which is pretty cool. I didn't actually realize that, um, that is at kind first. Of cool. Yeah, because I was worried about like there's a another game I was playing called um, Foundation, um, which is another city builder, and they have a similar thing right where you have to supply people with um, with goods and stuff, but um, but like they don't they don't you're always thinking about uh, the travel distance between stockpiles and the thing that needs the stockpile, and then the travel distance between the thing that like say so, so like bread, for example, in this game uh foundation you you um, will create farms that make the the wheat for the bread and and, and you know turn that into flour and that 's that can be all made near the farms right so mm. the travel distance between for someone working in the mill to the the farm is very short, you know so they're making the they can make the flour there, but then someone who turns that flour into bread uh, you could put that right next to it, and the travel distance there is fine that's real real quick but then to supply the the town and the people in the houses with the bread, you kind of want that bread maker to be near the yeah <laughs> near the um near the houses so there's this i always with that Game, I always end up being like, oh, I'm trying to like have a halfway point um, where I can put a like a, a bread shop kind of thing, like it's halfway between the the houses and the the flour kind of like production thing. Yeah, the mill. Um, but in this, that's all just done for you. You Just put down this market, and it automatically gets filled with the
1: resources yeah. that that they need. And you got the storage things. I'm guessing for the. Where the market gets the flour from or the bread. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There's yeah. There's the, the the food storage stuff and there's like the big um storage uh storage warehouse thing that I've built that's behind those walls. Mm. Um and so like laborers will take resources from that and fill up the markets for the people.
2: So do the markets generate you currency as well?
0: They do. They they generate uh they first they generate uh yeah, they generate currency. So um it shows how much yeah they generate tax, you know yeah, so you put them down and then you start getting like money every year, uh and they'd also generate desirability for the people um living there, so their desirability goes up, uh and once that desirability reaches a certain point um that that is that uh quota i guess is fulfilled in their in their like list of things they need to yep. upgrade, yeah, and then one once all that is uh once those things have been fulfilled, then they'll just automatically upgrade, and then they got a whole new set of things that
1: they'll they'll need to upgrade.
2: Yeah, sounds pretty good. There's a lot of complex systems there.
1: It's great. I love it. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it does actually sound like they've done a good job.
0: Yeah, the one thing there's one thing I don't like. Well, it is not that I don't like. It's just I think it could be better. Is um, uh, their road system. Their road system is is really great uh you know it's it it has the whole like it's basically just sim city you put down roads on a grid and but they can move also faster on roads yes and you can upgrade the roads to stone and and all mm-hmm. that sort of stuff um and they they will also bend like you can create curved roads as well which is quite quite good um but that game i was talking about uh foundation its road system is just based on where the villagers walk. Uh, so the the villagers, if you say, "Okay, I want uh, there's a there's a build, I want to put a building down over here," the villagers will then um, take resources to that building and start building. And at the path that they travel along to get there, the more people that travel that path, it becomes a road. Yep. And so the roads are just all kind of like generated. Hmm. Do do you remember uh, you you played a uh, you played some Death Stranding, right? No. No, no I did
1: watch a little oh, okay. bit of someone else playing it. But. <laughs>
0: there's a system in there that if people Because uh, it's sort of semi online. Uh there's a system in there that if enough people travel the same path, a dirt road is generated. Yep. And it's it's that kind of thing. And it makes towns, it makes villages in that game look incredibly like natural. Yeah. But uh you know but then like you you don't you can't in that game you can't say to you can't tell them to put down a specific road somewhere they the roads just basically auto generate and i kind of i kind of i I think i like that more than
1: <laughs> than putting roads down on a grid does it have that annoying thing with placed roads where all the curves you want to do block off the square buildings that you want to place. around Oh yeah. Them.
0: Yeah. 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 <laughs> so there's, there's been lots of times where like, uh, I've, I've made curved roads to go out to like, uh, resource gatherers. So like, you know, uh, a, a, um, a hunter that's way out, out there, mm. um, doing hunting. Cause, um, there's, there's like, icons on the map that show where animals are. And so you, you, that's where you want to put down a hunting, um, lodge, um, a hunting cabin. um, And I'll just put a road that like connects, you know, not really worrying about, I want the shortest distance. And sometimes that's, you know, um, and, uh, yeah. And, and so that's fine until, uh, civilization starts creeping out further and further. And, (laughs) and I get, I, I start getting to that curved road and I'm like, I got to get rid of this road. So I'll, I'll end up demolishing it and making like a straight road that like connects more on a grid. Yeah. Um, I'm, like just had to do that a few times to like just do some whole like road works to rework some roads that used to be so far out in the wops that i didn't even care about them yeah uh, and now it's like yeah now civilization has caught up to them
1: frostpunk had this really annoying thing where everything in that game is based around a circle and these radiuses and segments Yep. they were all like in sections, mm-hmm. so everything was like in pizzas. Yeah, like, like a yeah, like a portions, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So a bunch of the buildings you would make would fit perfectly on one in, in oh, a segment. Yeah. But then because of the way that uh, circles work, if you move it out a segment, it no longer fits perfectly. Yeah. So you would end up with like these real bung roads because you could only draw. No, you could you could put um, roads along any path, but. If you wanted to just expand something, most of the time things wouldn't fit nicely anymore. Oh yeah. Because you'd end up having to shuffle everything back and you would end <laughs> up with all these like these roads that went straight half the way out the circle. Yeah. And then took like just a like one segment left and then back out again. Oh yeah, yeah. And these big zigzags. Yep. Yeah. It was it's kind of an interesting thing to have to play with as a constraint. Yeah it also got in the way a bunch you know with like these spaghetti yeah it, um
0: i mean that sounds like a puzzle really like you're trying to yeah you're trying to tetris a bunch of buildings together
1: and most of the time you're playing games like this you don't want to be dealing with circles ever mm. you want all these nice squares that will yep. fit together the grids, grids are definitely yeah.
0: like the way to go oh yeah absolutely although you know grids do i mean grids Grids work perfectly, but um those uh villages that you make in uh foundation just look so natural and real that yeah. like I just like I'm fine sacrificing efficiency for like aesthetics in that particular <laughs> thing it just that especially with like there's rolling hills and stuff and it's like all this like it's it's very very cool i really like I really like that kind of thing,
1: yeah. I suppose if you're spending that long looking at it too you don't mm. kind of want although there is an element of uh being pretty happy when something's all like yeah. s- segmented oh, correctly yeah. and- I I feel like that
0: with um father's frontier because like as things as I you know as as uh buildings I put down get further and further out into the wilds you know it's all on a grid you yeah. know, everything eventually does end up on a grid even if like I've just drawn a road from something way out in the middle of nowhere to, to like the closest kind of the closest road and it can, it can be on a curve. Like, you know, like that does look cool um, because trying to work out, trying to, trying to have a straight road that goes so far out when you can't, you actually can't clearly see the grid itself. Like there's, there's been times where um, because you can move the, you can move the road, um, very freely, it doesn't. It doesn't actually snap to a grid. Yeah. Um, but there is a. It sort of snaps to a grid, but it's very loose. Um, it's not like Anno That's like everything is on a grid. Like you can only draw on grids. You can do. You know. You can. It, there's been times uh, where okay. I've thought I've drawn a straight road, and then I've gone to put a load of buildings next to it, and I'm it like, it just turns out it wasn't straight. Yeah, I was like, like, oh, this road wasn't straight. <laughs> <laughs> it was like off, <laughs> and now I can't put half the buildings I want down here. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like trying to have a perfectly straight road that goes miles out into the wilderness, just can't can't do it. So I'll just I'll just bend it. It's fine, and then change it later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's Father's Frontier. Sounds pretty cool. Yeah, early access still. Actually, early access, and they botched. They they botched a recent patch. Um, so one of the one of the towns, the town I had started before this one, um, I had done a similar thing where I'd picked out a perfect like defensible spot, and it was like it was like a land bridge between like two bodies of water. Mm-hmm. And it was just a long strip of land, and I was like, "This is amazing!" And I like capped off both ends with walls, and I was like, "This is great! This is like the best defensible position." And I had heaps of land on this land bridge to to build on. And I was like, "This is great!" And I was like, really looking forward to like, I came home looking forward to like continuing playing it loaded it up. I, I saw, Oh, they've got a new patch. They've like upgraded the stone in the game or something so that like you don't run out of stone as much. So there's the, the stone yeah. deposits are like more, you know, you get more stone. Mm. Um, cause I was definitely finding a, I was definitely running into a situation where I was just mining out stone too fast from <laughs> all the area around and having to go further and further out. Yeah. Um, so they, they changed that. Uh, so you, stone just you just have more stone um but there was a bug where uh existing games all the stone in the entire map just disappeared oh no no.
3: (laughs) so you had to abandon that one and
0: i and the thing is i didn't realize for probably like almost an hour i reckon because i I did have enough stone for you know what i was doing then i was like i'm I'm really running out of stone what's going on i looked at where my stone mine was and i was like Oh shit! It's like mind this well, out. Mind I'll need up. to. I'll need to go find more. And so you can tell your guys. Um, you can tell them to sort of waypoint to places, and then available v- villages like laborers will go out and to that waypoint. You know, so you can mm. tell your guys to explore. So I was getting them to explore all around looking for stone. I'm like, where's the stone? There's no stone. Like, it probably took me like an hour until I went on to like their Reddit and and looked this up, and they were like, oh yeah, any we. we Made a mistake? Any um, any old saves? Uh, just stone oh. is just gone from the entire thing. But any new games you start have uh, all the rough. stone
1: changes. That's so rough. They Did they fix it hard. in a later patch yeah. so that you could like reload the old save and it was fine? No, no, nope.
0: nope. they they fixed it and then they were like, uh, if you've already say if like they'd fixed it so that if you loaded up that save, um it would have fixed it unless you had saved during the bug. Yeah.
1: Cause you've already saved it with no and stone. And I'd, I'd already
0: saved during it. So it just was like, your map has no stone. Yeah, <laughs>
2: That's it. You have to live on the wood. I, have to, I had to live off wood. <laughs> yeah. It was tough. <laughs> Go back, back to the wood age. Yeah. Um,
0: But yeah, that's what I've been playing for like the last two weeks. And how many hours here can you put in? I,
1: out of I, should, I should what Steam Steam? Steam.
0: I don't, I don't know. I should take a look. Uh, because there were a few nights, for a, a few nights in a row, that I was up past midnight playing it. Okay. It was, it has that, that thing of like just one more turn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just even, a bit more. Even, yeah, just a bit more. I'll be like, oh, just, just when this building's done, and then just oh, I'll just when this is done. Yeah, just. <laughs> yeah, and then before I know it, up it's like two a.m. and my, like, uh oh, I've made a mistake. <laughs>
2: Just look for stone one more time. Yeah, <laughs> I was so pissed
0: too because I I came home so excited to play it. Yeah, and because I was so happy with the because the the maps are random, mm. uh, and I was so happy I'd just gotten like this perfect map that I was like I know exactly what I'm going to do here, and then, and I'd already played for like I don't know three maybe four hours on that yeah. map. <laughs> oh, that's rough. Yeah.
2: So do you start out? just with like a few people and you got to explore to find a place where you want to town
0: you you start out um you start uh you start with a a screen that um that displays uh some of the map right. not all of it like there's a a big radius um it doesn't show all the map but there's a huge radius that you can then put your um your town hall down at At at, at that point there's no people on it it's just a it's just a blank thing where you're basically like selecting. This is where I want to start. that's yep. really it. Um, and then once you do that, um, the the like building site gets put down, and then all your guys appear around it. Um, they also have a um, oxen cart, which which functions as a mobile um, resource storage. Right, which is kind of cool. So you kind of be nomadic if you want to. Yeah, yeah. So you can like if you. Uh, I don't know. I I've not really found a practical reason for it yet.
1: Um, they <laughs> just like, hey, let's add some ox carts.
0: Yeah, it's just like you've got this ox cart that starts off with all your resources in it, uh, and you can just move it, uh, to wherever, um, for people to just put resources into. I guess it's a thing of like if you've got a load of um, uh, if you've got like berry like foragers, like berry pickers out in an area um that they will store they will store that food in that um building but it has a a really low storage capability Hmm. so i guess if you move like you could have the the auction cart sit next to it so then that could get stored up with um with food instead until you build a proper um, storage thing will somewhere else
1: bandits raid your ox cars? yeah they will yeah
0: <laughs> and I, I don't I know what happens if you lose the ox <laughs> <laughs> I've really just left it basically like in town yeah I, I've, I've not
1: had it out anywhere it's weird. it feels like it should be a integral part yeah I just I, I just
2: don't know how to use it I've it's, seen I suppose it's for if you want to start branching out further right and you you
0: need well, resources move a bunch of resources well, to a different well location. that's that's the thing is that like i you can't specifically move resources from um from storehouses ah like you can't like that's what i thought was like oh, if i load up a load of like wood or something on this and i can move it out to one of these suburbs that i'm building hmm. that would be great but i can't i can't specifically say i only want wood like lo i can't specifically say load this up with wood and stone yeah you know it's just like it's just like a movable like you it's just a moving general resource <laughs> storage you can tell it That's not to weird. stock stuff yeah but then it just automatically gets stocked and i don't know i don't know how, i don't know just leave, I, it, leave it for the bandits and cuz there's loads of stuff in there like Whoa, um, looks- <laughs> there's there's loads of stuff like weapons and stuff in there. I don't wanna just take it out to a to a random to to like one of these uh one of these suburbs I'm building. Mm. Cause it's got loads of other stuff in there that I don't want stolen. <laughs> and I don't know how I I don't know how to get that transferred into the main storehouse. I don't know. I just I don't get That's it. weird. Yeah. Cause there's other like the uh That uh, foundation game, you can tell storehouses to only, you can you you can actually get store like shift stuff from storehouses. Yeah, Yeah. Um, like you you pretty much set it up in the in within the options of the building. Yeah, and then you only only hold this sort of thing. Yeah, and then your little guys will do that. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I could actually maybe get it to work because there are like in the oxen there are all these like tick boxes on all the resources. So it's like saying, so I can untick all of them except wood and stone, but then I don't know how to specifically tell it to do that because.
1: Maybe the general labor is just. Just do it. But there's
0: also, I've also got stockpile like buildings that stockpile wood and stone near where the wooden stone is being harvested. Mm. So I want to say, take it from there and put it in here, but I don't, I can't seem to get (laughs) him to do that. I don't know. Maybe I'll just move it over there and see what happens. Maybe they'll just load that up. I don't know. I'm I basically just ignored that, and I feel like that is some sort of integral feature of the yeah, game. Yeah, it like, sounds and I don't like it should to, be. <laughs> I don't know how something to use there.
2: It. Yeah, I guess wouldn't it be a a temporary storage? So, like, let's say you put it in between a bunch of, you know, like. Farms and wood and stone, yeah, They're all nearby, and they all just throw everything into it, and then it just when it's full, it goes back to your town to. Well, unload. you
0: it it doesn't move by itself.
2: You move it. It's it's basically oh, okay. the only
0: only unit in the game that only you control. Right, like it it'll otherwise it'll just sit where it is and just act as a storehouse, and then you can tell it to move somewhere. I don't know. I mean, I've I've seen streamers building like buildings out in the WAPS of their of their maps and they've got like that oxen sitting there next to it. So somehow like people are using it. I just don't Yeah. I've I've literally just not I've just straight up ignored it. (laughs) (laughs) Like I've forgotten I even have it.
2: Just hangs around.
0: It just hangs around. I even made like a little parking spot for it. I was like (laughs) okay you just just, Yeah, you you, you just stay there.
1: we just build these markets around you. Yeah, pretty much did. (laughs) Mm. Yeah. Um, But yeah,
0: that's what I've been playing. Um, Sounds good. Yeah. Early access. It's good. Worth it. Well, that's it from us. Um, Thanks for listening. And uh, I think Nick will be back next time. Um, Pretty sure he'll be back. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll... See you then. Uh, if you have any uh, questions or if you want to email us for anything, our email address is frontseatquestions at gmail.com. Uh, like and subscribe. Hit that bell. Um, <laughs> YouTube algorithm. YouTube algorithm. Is stuff. good stuff. Is it, there's another thing on YouTube that's – no, what is it? There's another thing that's like oh, follow or
1: something. Leave, I don't know. Leave a comment. Leave a, oh, yeah, and leave a comment. It's good.
0: Yep, yep. Um, hit us up on our Facebook yeah. Um, which is uh...
1: write us letters I don't know where oh, to yeah, yeah. but write, write a letter yep, we'll, send it we'll get them put them in a bottle throw yeah. them out yeah. to the ocean yeah, a turtle the will ocean. bring it and yeah.
0: it's <laughs> in it's choked body <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, <Jesus. laughs>
0: alright cool alright thanks thanks guys thanks Fabian for oh, coming dear. it was great cool. and uh, we'll see you guys next week bye bye Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye. Farewell. Farewell.
1: Well, Skyrim, they actually keep re releasing, though. Yeah. Like, how many releases of Skyrim are we up to?
0: I don't know. I keep. I haven't bought Skyrim since 2011, since the very first one, and I'm like, maybe I should get the, the more recent <laughs> one with all yeah. the like, updates and everything and like graphics improvements and
1: all that sort of stuff. Skyrim on yeah, because I'm pretty sure week. I pirated it. Because <laughs> Skyrim was like ages ago. Yeah, it's 2011. I, I do not have money. It was over
0: 10 years ago. 11 years ago now.
1: Skyrim? Yeah.
0: Huh. It came out 2011, I remember. Yeah. It was eleven, eleven, eleven. Right. November eleven was its uh, release. Yeah, it was. Oh, yeah. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Eleven, eleven, I told eleven. You. I remember. I was counting down the days.
2: Man, Todd Howard, he loves re-releasing his games.
0: Yeah. Well, Skyrim just works. Skyrim just keeps going. Like not like Fallout Four. Fallout Four has not been anywhere near as like. Its life hasn't been nowhere near as long mm. as Fallout. Or really? It really
1: keeps Skyrim didn't even up. really succeed that much in the first place, right? What's that? Fallout Four didn't succeed that well in the first place. Yeah, no, not really. Fallout well, Fallout, Fallout Three, 3 was, was, but like yeah. it
0: still like Fallout Three came out like, uh, that was when I was a teen. Oh, when did that come out? Well, like Fallout Two Thousand
2: and Eight. Holy heck! Um, <laughs>
0: Fallout Three was great, but still like it didn't last as long as Skyrim. Skyrim mm. has just been going (laughs) i remember um i got into bethesda games uh when i was on a 3d course i was doing a 3d course just a year out of high school in my hometown yeah and one of the guys on the course just one day hands me a burned disc that said morrowind on it and he's like here man take this i think you'll really like it (laughs) and i was like okay and then i tried it was like oh my god this game is amazing yeah (laughs) it like blew my mind and then i went to my mate's place and I was like raving about this game it's like <laughs> it was it was like nothing I'd played before
1: I didn't even get into Morrowind and I actually did try it but I remember just being so lost yeah because that game starts out and you don't get any duration
2: right? yep. no. that's you're what definitely. I liked
0: I was like this yeah. is incredible and I was just like uh, yeah because you, you you get off the boat and then you're in the town and you're in a town yeah and you can talk to people and I'm like okay and then there's just like two roads that kind of go out of town I was like I was just Walk down one of these roads and
1: <laughs> see where it leads. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I just went somewhere, died, and was like, fuck this game.
0: <laughs> yeah. Its combat was a bit, like, crap.
2: but It's pretty janky.
1: Man,
0: I love... I think what I... what I, I think what uh, Morrowind had that the other, um, like, Oblivion and Skyrim didn't have was that um, the map is completely covered in, in fog, fog of war. It. And so you don't even know what's out there. That's the thing. Like in in all the other games, you see the map, but you know you discover the points of interest along the way. But you see the whole map to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. And and so like you're so blind to Morrowind. eh? Yeah, in Morrowind, you literally don't know what's down that road, so you just go, and everything's a new discovery.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Not always. When I played that, I remember going into. Uh, one of the towns, and I was like, "Oh, you can just attack anyone at any time." Yeah, you attack some guards, and then the whole city's after you. <laughs> like I, I played an Argonian, Yep, and I was always baffled. I was like, "Why can't he put shoes on?" That like, <laughs> <my> class <laughs> He's never got yeah, lizard feet. <laughs> lizard feet. He
3: you know,
0: had
2: like little ankle bracelets. Like, damn, I want to cover my ugly feet. Yeah. Oh
0: man, that game. I the thing that really. The thing that really hooked me on that that game, there was a quest line where you um, start doing uh, quests for like the the Imperial Guard, like yep. you know basically the police of that area, and um, one of them was um, like uh, dealing with like corruption in in the Imperial Guard, yep. and completing that quest, you end up with a wanted. Um, you end up wanted by the uh, Imperial Guard, and so the the main base, the main Imperial like base that you were getting your quests from. If you walk near it, they attack you. Yeah, and so you have to like. I just was like, "What am I? What am I going to do? I need to go. I need to get in and talk to the guy and tell him about this. Tell him that I've done, like finished the quest and like you know basically. I mean, I need to go and hand in the quest yeah. essentially, and so I just like snuck around and found a back door and like snuck my way in there into the dude's room. And then he's like, Oh, you made it back. Great. blah blah, whatever. And then he's like, I've cleared you of all like charges. Like you're, uh, you're free to go. And then I just walked out and I was like, that's like the coolest thing to
1: me. That is really cool. Yeah. Especially because it's the quest about corruption and then. Yeah. Clearly they turn on you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was just, I thought it was just so cool. Cause there's no direction at all. It's just like okay, now talk to, the, you know, you've 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 dealt with this corrupt like officer or whoever mm. by killing him and therefore getting a wanted level. Um, so now uh, now just go hand in that quest and but he's in the, in the heart of a of a fortress <laughs> full of guys that are going to kill you now because you so you've a wanted just been level.
1: investigating. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. That's so cool. It'd be funny how you get a quest and it's like, go to this town, and the map's just covered in fog war. You're like, mm. I have no idea. There. There's no marker <laughs> even yeah. vaguely.
3: Well, you to used
0: to
2: you. you used to have to read the
0: the the, the road sign. Yeah, so you'd be right. like, go to this town, and then you'd see the road sign and go, oh, it's that way. I'll yep. just follow this road. Loved it. Yeah, if I made a game, I'd be doing that, man. Just like fog of war the map.
2: Yeah, I think that's quite cool. Mm.
1: It's
2: Pretty hardcore.
1: There was a thing with Elden Ring too, where like. You spend a long time just trying to understand how big the world is, yeah, yeah. And if you have the entire thing in a fog of war, then for a while there the game is almost infinite, yeah or like it could be, mm, so you get like this way bigger sense of scale,
3: mm,
2: because yeah, you kind of just want to explore everything rather than just finding key points of interest, yeah, and slowly expand
1: the map yeah well i I hate that thing where games have. You go up a tower, oh, and yeah. it reveals a region. Yep. Yeah, yeah. How do you just feel about that in
0: just... um, in um, Elden Ring, though? Because it it does basically
1: that. Yeah, like I, I'm just it's disappointing every time. Yeah, uh, I also really liked um, Horizon. Yeah, and that had the same thing where you yeah. climb the things, and oh, that's right, it did. Yeah, yeah. Especially when it um reveals markers on the map that you then need to go collect mm. really takes the immersion out of a game for me mm. and completely takes away that sense of like exploration or whatever it's yeah. now just climb the thing find the markers
0: yeah all you do is go yeah you just are like okay i'm in a new area there's the thing i need mm. to climb
2: and, and that's it
1: it's um i'm pretty sure was it assassin's creed that started it
2: yeah with the like towers right yeah jump off them and then it
1: marks everything on the map you got like that was fine for a game yeah but it became kind of a trope across a whole bunch of open world games and it became
0: the ubisoft standard yeah because i remember that in like far cry 3 yeah they were they were doing that you climbed a, a radio tower and then revealed some part of the map like it was like
2: that is the ubisoft thing eh? yeah go up something reveal the map Go and liberate bases, do it again. (laughs) Yeah,
0: it was it was yeah, it became like the Ubisoft formula. Yep. Yeah. I mean even like Zelda has it, you know? Yeah. Um Yeah. Zelda though, I don't know.
1: Well, didn't in Zelda you have to It just reveals like Mm. Mm. But couldn't you use like binoculars or something to see something in the distance and then it would show up in your map
0: oh n- yeah you, no yeah 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 you could look at stuff in the binoculars and through the binoculars do a like map pin um yeah and to, to for a point of interest mm. and then on the map it shows that so like the map could just be blank and you just see this like pin in it Ah, yeah. but also the beam of light yeah it. also you'll see it in the real world as a beam of light yeah so you just get to it so like so it wasn't kind of really cool relying on It wasn't relying as much as other games on that whole, like, climb a tower, reveal it. Like, you could literally play that game without ever (laughs) revealing (laughs) any
2: any areas. Yeah, that's kind of what high points should really just be used for, is to, like, Mm. actual vantage points. Yeah, like, manually pin stuff. Yeah. And you're like, I actually want to go there. It's not, I have to go there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that stuff's really cool.
3: Mm.
2: More everywhere games should just do that.
1: Give you that sense of exploration on your own. Mm. Mm. So yeah, it's especially because if like if you can visually see that there is something there worth checking out, you really don't need any other way of telling people to go there. Yeah, yeah. if there's like a castle in the distance, people are going to go to the castle. I,
0: I think that's why Zaula was so good at it. Yeah, it just always had there was always something interesting in the distance to go to from almost anywhere in the game. Mm. And you you know you see one of the first things you see is that one of the bird the bird guardian way off in the distance yeah. and you're like what is that you know and then you see the castle a little bit in the like more close distance and then there's like ruins and stuff really nearby there's always just something interesting to go to and like i would forget to to climb up those towers because <laughs> i go into a new region and spend so long exploring it and then go "Oh, i should probably like reveal yeah. this area yeah. now <laughs> yeah um we should start the podcast
3: yeah, probably. <laughs>
0: I'm doing a bunch of talking about games. That's fine, it'll end up in